Hello, everyone. This is Brian Pinter at Christ Church. Welcome back to our podcast, Sitting in the Ashes with Cinderella. This week, I'd like to focus on how we do our grief work as a community. Let's start with our text from the Cinderella story. It goes like this. However, because Cinderella kept asking, the stepmother finally said, I have scattered a bowl of lentils into the ashes for you. If you can pick them out again in two hours, then you may go with us. The girl went through the back door into the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. Then two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window, and afterwards the turtle doves, and at length all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and crowding in and alighted amongst the ashes. And the doves nodded with their heads and began, pick, 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 pick. And the others began also, pick, 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 and gathered all the good seeds into the dishes. And before half an hour was over, they had already finished, and all flew out again. The symbolism I see here is when these birds and other creatures come to help Cinderella. That, that symbolizes doing our grief work as a community. I think first we, we, may, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that we need to grieve together? We know that there are things personally for us that we need to address in our grief work. But this is also something that speaks to our collective soul as a community. So what do we need to grieve? We might first look at our churches. Our churches are at an in-between time. Something is, has been lost and we're, we need to grieve over that and we're waiting also for something new to be born. In many ways, we're like the disciples in the upper room waiting for the Pentecost. Ronald Rollheiser has some great reflections on this. I'd just like to, to share with you what he wrote about what we need to grieve as a church. He says, put metaphorically, we have lost a certain Christ, a certain Jesus, and a certain church we once had. Now, like the first disciples after the crucifixion, we are experiencing loss. We are walking with face and spirit downcast, are wanting our old Jesus back, and are lamenting what once was and what, in our own scheme of things, might have been. Some previous peace and harmony has been fractured broken, pierced with a soldier's lance. Something's died, and we are sad. So what's been lost? What's been fractured? He says it's a certain stability, simplicity, clarity, harmony, peacefulness, ordinary time, healthy joy and pride in our church and its institutions. That's what we've lost. I think for those of us who, who grew up in a, a different era when the church was, was powerful and the churches were full and it was, the institution was in its ascendancy, uh, there was a feeling of, of confidence and stability in the church and, and now that's gone and we're going through a great transition time and, and what the church was is not coming back and we need to grieve that, we need to grieve what has been lost. And I think in doing that, that creates a space in us 
together as a community for something new to be born. And we might also consider what we need to grieve as a nation, as a people. I think we have many wounds that are, are still open wounds that we've never addressed and never properly grieved. We can see in our own country how we're transmitting our unresolved pain to each other, let alone transmitting it to other people and other nations. Some things that I think we might need to grieve over as a nation would be the divisions of the Civil War and the racism that's been a part of our country since its beginning. That's clearly unresolved. Or how about the Vietnam War? 58,000 Americans and hundreds of thousands of Vietnamese died. And died for what? I think this is still a wound for us that we never addressed. The violence in our culture, the spiritual and physical violence that seems ready to overwhelm us. Sometimes I feel like Americans just hate each other. We feel threatened by each other. Maybe that's why there's more guns than people in this country. It seems like we're ready to do violence to each other. Why? I think it's because we're in pain. We're in a lot of pain. And if we could just start grieving, if we could grieve together as a people, we might just cry buckets. And as hard as that would be, I think it would be tremendously healing. But I think that in some ways we're paralyzed because we just don't know how to go about that grieving. So how do we do this? Just as we need to devise rituals on a personal level, we need to devise rituals for us to grieve collectively. As we look to the biblical record, we see that our ancestors in faith, they knew how to do this. They could grieve as a people. They would put on their torn clothes and cover themselves with ashes and sit in silence and do fasts and things like that. And that had a tremendous effect on them, a tremendous healing effect. It was transformative. We need to learn how to do that. A good modern example of this came from Vienna, Austria. As I'm sure you know, the, the Catholic Church throughout Europe and uh, North America, throughout the world really, experienced the terrible uh, clergy sex abuse. The Archbishop of Vienna realized that this needed to be grieved, this needed to be named and grieved. So along with the people of his church, they created a grieving ritual. And the reports I, I read said it was extraordinarily powerful. Well, first of all, they had a, a great title for it. They called it, I Am Furious God. And they say it began by the archbishop entering the cathedral, which was darkened. He was dressed in black. And the only sound was a saxophone making a, a wailing noise. And then the archbishop got up and he acknowledged the sins of the church. Victims spoke. And then he asked for forgiveness. And this was punctuated by some songs and periods of silence. And it seems to have been tremendously healing. And that's because, I think that's because they grieved together. They were able to grieve together. And so as we close our podcast, I ask you, what is it you feel we need to grieve as a community, as a church, as a country, as a world? What do we need to grieve? 
I invite you to share these with Jesus in prayer this week. And with that, we enter meditation. Meditation.